Heavy Talk is back for another Friday episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to Heavy Talk. I'm your girl, Heavy. I am back with another episode of Heavy Talk. Here to serve you up some more straight talk with no chaser. This is episode 18. I hope that you subscribe. This is your very first time listening to Heavy Talk. Go to my website at heavytalk.com. There you can get to know more about me, Heavy Charnese, or Heavy if you don't know anything about me at all. You can learn more about the pie, what kind of things I like to talk about, topics. You can also read some of my blog posts. I have a self-care, mental health, lifestyle blog. By lifestyle, I mean what it's like for me, a black woman, to go through college, being at an HBCU. Of course, got to shout out my illustrious North Carolina ENT. What it's like just going through adulthood, just trying to find like the right, right job or career in the right field that I want to be in going through dating you know because dating is a normal part of life trying to figure out the do's and don'ts of dating setting boundary but not just dating and friendship maybe even family so I talk about a lot of that on my blog so if that sounds interesting to you then head to heavytalk.com you might also like the black blog for all my people who love black history black excellence on there we talk about all things black culture black history black excellence sometimes black trauma black black tribulations anything that is newsworthy or current i like to talk about and sometimes i like to dive back into history because sometimes it is important to go back into history and talk about what actually did happen because so many times we just go past and don't take a minute to go back and see how we got here so check out the black dot blog and heavy talk blog or just heavytalk.com all together you might find something that you're interested in but let's get right into this episode this is episode 18 of heavy talk too much further into this episode it is time for the quote of the day now if you don't know what's going on let me catch you up real quick so I like to post motivation inspiration stuff like that on my Instagram page just because for me I know seeing some something inspirational first thing in the morning is always very helpful so I just like to share that with other people hoping that it might be uplifting or helpful for them so if you be needing inspiration or motivation first thing in the morning then follow at heavy talk on Instagram now if you just want specifically these quotes that are on the podcast or if you just want podcast vibes then follow at heavy talk podcast there are two different accounts at heavy talk is just the about the blog self-care lifestyle mental health adulthood college life all of those things at heavy talk podcast is all the podcast vibes so if you want the quote of the day then go to at heavy talk podcast follow get all the vibes but this quote of the day Usually I make them up myself. I usually feel something the day that you know I'm supposed to record or I have pre-written it so I already know what I'm going to say for the quote. But this one I actually got from Pinterest. So I like to scroll on Pinterest first thing in the morning. So after I do my devotions, read my Bible, pray, I like to get on Pinterest, scroll through, find some 
helpful quotes or sayings or affirmations. Usually I could find a couple that are perfect and I post them on my Instagram or I still use Snapchat. That's how I connect like with my real peeps from like high school, elementary school, college. I use Snapchat. I don't know. Call me lame. That's what I do. So I post something on Snapchat. So this one I actually wanted to share because I, it kind of just knocked my so- socks off. Like I was just taken aback because this is so true. So today's quote is, a goal without a plan is just a wish. I'm going to say it again. A goal without a plan is just a wish. Now that just hit me because I think Oftentimes, a lot of us say we have goals, or I'll just speak for me personally. I say I have goals. Yeah, I have all these goals that I want to accomplish, but not all of them are written down. So you can't really attain that goal if it's not written down, if you're not really working towards it with a real plan. And it's really hard to work through something if it's all up in your head. It's almost impossible to just keep everything in your head without putting it on paper, typing it out, something. You can't keep all that bogged up in your head. It's better to put it on paper and strategize. So this quote just made perfect sense. A goal without a plan, if your goal does not have a plan, it's just a wish. It's just it's just wishful thinking. Are you really going to accomplish it or are you just going and keep on dreaming you're just gonna keep on wishing for it because how else is you gonna accomplish that goal if you don't have a plan that just took me by surprise it might be very straightforward for somebody else but for me that just really made a lot of a lot of sense for me because I'm a person I keep too many things in my head that's something that I'm learning I need to write stuff down I've gotten more notebooks I've started to use sticky notes planners I need to just stop keeping stuff in my head Put it on paper. That's easier to see. It's easier to strategize. It's easier to just organize things. So hopefully that helps someone. If you got all of these things in your head, if you got all these goals, but they're not written out, is it really a goal or is it a wish? Hop right into this episode. First, let me start by saying happy Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day. I know I'm a little late, but you know, better late than never. I hope that you guys had a celebratory weekend. It seems like it was just a lot of stuff that was going on last weekend. To me, it seemed like because a lot of music dropped, like to listen to music, so trying to listen to everything that came out. Notably, got to mention Polo G. He from Chicago, so you already know what's going on. So check out his album Um, with that. Then the holidays, got Juneteenth that's going on. So being that I write the black blog or I created the black blog it was very important for me to highlight Juneteenth, talk about some different events that was going on around Chicago and in other states. So all day I was just celebrating Juneteenth, sharing different events that was going on, then getting to Father's Day, celebrating that. So it seemed like last weekend was very, very action packed. This weekend hopefully it will be much chiller, it won't be too much that's not chiller in terms of weather hopefully I kind of do like the warm weather I was sick of the cold so this warm weather is very welcoming I will say that usually I hate the summer hate the heat but this spring summer this year has been very nice I, I will say it's been great but hopefully things are 
calmer in terms of activity, violence maybe, a lot of crazy stuff been going on lately. So hopefully this weekend is much better. One thing I will say that's going on that should bring entertainment and craziness this weekend is versus battle between Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. So that is happening this weekend. I hope you got a chance to watch that. I know that I'm definitely going to be tuned in watching by the time you hear this, it probably didn't already pass, but that should be a lot of giggles, should be a lot of laughs. Off the top of my head, I'm going to have to go with Soldier Boy. I just think that he got too many hits. Like, beyond Soldier Boy, Soldier Girl, um, Kiss Me Through the Phone, that's a hit right there off the dome. Bow Wow, the only song I could name is that one he got with Chris Brown. I think that everybody know. Other than that, I couldn't really name you a Bow Wow song. So with that, I'm going to have to go with Soulja Boy. I couldn't tell you score right now, but I think it's going to be a sweep. I think they're going to get sweeps, just like we've been seeing in the playoffs. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be entertaining, but it's not going to be pretty in terms of score. Before I move too much past June, teams get into sports. I do want to mention one thing that I did think was very ironic or interesting while celebrating Juneteenth actually seen it um, on Twitter it was a tweet which was basically saying it's very ironic um, that we're celebrating Juneteenth or rather that Juneteenth was made a federal holiday in the United States but in some states it is against the law to even educate students or teach them on the history of Juneteenth. So I thought that was very interesting too. How are we celebrating Juneteenth and making it a federal holiday when in some states we can't even talk about why this is history, what happened on this day. We can't even talk about other critical parts of African-American history like critical race theory, which has been causing a lot of chaos. We even talk about this in schools. I didn't see parents doing massive walkouts during parent-teacher meetings. I didn't see Congress, um, senators talking about this. I just don't understand. I'm going to say this because it's not what I want to talk about in this episode. And I want to talk about stuff that is hashtag the, the Black Dot Blog. I want to talk about life after COVID, NBA playoffs, stuff like that. But I will say this briefly. Very, very briefly, I, I will say this. Why do we have to keep or why do people keep trying to like bury past or like try to act like history didn't happen? It's no way that you can unwrite it, but they do. They've been trying to unwrite it. You can take they to be whoever you want it to be. They've been trying to unwrite it. They've been trying to mistell it. They've been trying to cover it up. It's ridiculous. Like some people never knew nothing about Tulsa Massacre. Don't know nothing about Black Wall Street. That's kind of sad. The same thing is going to be true if states keep moving forward and banning knowledge about Juneteenth or banning critical race theory. The same thing is going to happen. I found this video that James Baldwin, one of my favorite writers, he was doing this interview back in the day and he was talking about critical race theory in he was just talking to people who say, why do race always get brought up? Why is it always about race? He had a lot to say to these people. So if you want to read that or watch that um, video, rather, check out the Black Blog on Twitter. I post a video on there. Depending on when you see it, it might be the first thing or it might be a little bit down. But um, 
the context was, quote, why must you always concentrate on color? Quote, why must we always talk about critical race theory? And in this video, James Baldwin gives his opinion on why, why we can't just move past race, why race is important. To you, it might not be important, but to black people every day, race impacts daily things. One more thing, then I'm really done with this. I say all the time, people just don't understand or you really wouldn't know what it's like to walk in a black person's shoes until you do it. Like, for instance, I could just be out minding my business and just the police is behind me. Knowing that I'm law-abiding, I have a driver's license, I have registration, I have insurance, I don't have no warrants, I don't got no air freshener in my windows, everything is cool with me, but I still have anxiety. Knowing that I haven't done anything, but knowing that people who look just like me haven't done anything too, but have gotten pulled over and have lost their lives, like Sandra Bland. So that just trying to go about my day maybe even trying to start my day maybe just trying to go see a family member trying to go run an errand and have that type of encounter maybe if they don't even pull me over just the thought of them telling me can give me anxiety and throw off my whole day for someone who's black that's real life because you don't know how that can go you don't know if you're gonna get a quote-unquote good cop who gonna be cool and just do what's right you just don't know so that's why when people say, why is it always about color? Because color as a black person impacts our everyday life. It's always about color. Point blank and the period. This right here is for all my sports lovers. This right here is heavy sports corner. So let's dive into the playoffs I'm so happy to watch some good basketball. I can't tell you. This is probably one of the best playoffs I've seen in a minute. Seeing Derrick Rose out there early on in the playoffs, straight hooping like back when y'all was saying all them no-knees jokes, he ain't never going to hoop again. He's sorry he just needs to retire. All them jokes y'all had, and my man's out there dropping buckets. I was really proud. I was, like, choked up. Now, I knew they was going to lose a series. Duh. I knew that, but it was just – it felt good. As a Chicagoan, back like being a Bulls player, just to see him in a playoffs, even if it's on a different team, even if it's the Knicks, just balling, doing good, looking like he's healthy, happy, living life. Like that was just great. But let's get into what's been really happening this playoffs, starting with what's currently going on. So if you don't know nothing about, let me just tell you. Right now, we got Eastern Conference. We got the Bucks and we got the Hawks. And in the West, we got the Suns and we got the Clippers. Now, I'm just as surprised as you as who's currently competing. Never in my day did I think that Trey Young was going to lead the Young Hawks to the conference finals for the East. Never did I think that Devin Booker was going to lead the Suns to the Western Conference Finals. Never did I think that LeBron was going to take his earliest playoff exit in his career. Never did I think these things was going to happen. But here we are. These things have happened. Yes, if you're not shocked, hey, you should have gave me a warning because I didn't know. I thought, I thought just like usually it was going to be our usual, whatever team LeBron is versus whoever. I just always knew I've always known 
playoffs to be inclusive of LeBron. I can't really remember a playoff that did not include a LeBron that I watch. Usually, if LeBron out, I'm out. That's just how it is because he just makes everything more exciting. So I just could never have imagined that he would go out this quick. So that was just very surprising. I've always wanted Chris Paul to win a championship. I will say that. So him being in the playoffs, in the conference finals for the West, I love that for him because throughout the years, I've seen a lot of disappointments for him, not going to the Lakers for one, him getting injured on the Rockets that year when they really, when I was a Rockets fan, this when I jumped ship, stopped blocking the Rockets. That year, they had him. They was up in the series. They had. Then at the last minute, Chris Paul get injured, lead a game. They lose that game and lose the next game, lose the series to game seven, and the Warriors going to win. Like after that, I think I was, I think I was pretty much done. Like I was done with the Rockets, and I kind of lost my faith in Chris Paul. I think other people kind of did too. After that, it seemed like he just started getting done bogus. Like he just started getting shipped around. So I'm very happy that he's finally on. Seems like a contender team. Now, the question is, do we really think that they're going to win? Right now, it's looking like they are going to get past the Clippers because they're up 2-1. So before the Clippers just won game three, they was up 2-0. So it was very likely that it was going to be a sweep. They was going to be up 3-0, then it was going to be done. But the Clippers somehow found some momentum pandemic p finally went to sleep and we got playoff p so clippers won now it's 2-1 can the clippers come back win the series the way Kawhi and pandemic p have been playing how we have not been seeing playoff p i'm gonna say that the suns are gonna win this series now we get on to the east we got the hawks and we got the bucks i won't lie I've never been too much of a Bucks enthusiast. I don't know much about the Bucks. I don't really watch any of their games. I couldn't tell you their roster. I will say, though, that they are the top C versus the Hawks, and I just think that the Hawks are still a very young team. Trey Young is still kind of early on in his career, still with his first playoff run. So I'm going to say that, that the Bucks is going to win the series. That's what I think. I think the Bucks is going to win. I think it's going to be Bucks and the Suns in the finals now. Getting into who I think going to win the finals, Bucks and the Suns. I'm going to have to pick the Suns because I know, I know, Chris Paul is not going to fail me again. He wouldn't do that to me. It is no way Chris Paul will fail me again. So I got the Suns winning in the finals. I got the Suns winning in their series versus the Clippers, and I got the winner in the finals. If I got to say how many games, I'm going to say Suns and six. Heard it here. It's my matchup, matchup picks. You got the Bucks and the Suns, and I'm saying Suns and six. So you can hold me to it. I'm probably going to be wrong. Have really been watching basketball like I used to, but I've been starting to get back into a more – Really, when I saw that Derrick Rose was in the playoffs, that's when I, like, got drawn back in. 
lately I've been way more into football. Football is my favorite sport. I prefer that over basketball or anything else. So I've been more interested in where Aaron Rodgers finna go, like what's finna happen with that, how that roster about to look, what team I'm gonna have to go to, what that could mean for the NFC, what that could mean for Tom Brady when he already getting more championships. So I just been worrying about football. But seeing Derrick Rose hooping, hooping well, winning games, well, even though they just won one, I said, oh, I'm locked in on basketball. But let's get into briefly what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is a one-time Super Bowl champ. He's won MVP a couple of times. He's a phenomenal player. He's known for his decisions out of the pocket that no other quarterback could ever make. The Hail Marys, no other quarterback could ever throw. The sideline passes, no other quarterback could ever see. That is who Aaron Rodgers is. Now, I don't know why the Packers don't know who Aaron Rodgers is. They should know. But apparently... They don't know who he is, how he coming, because they're not trying to pay him right, is what I'm understanding, is what we can understand. Because Aaron Rodgers, my type of guy, he's not saying much. He's not saying nothing. He's not letting us know nothing that's going on. It's a private matter. Just like his family life, if you know anything about that, his brother went on The Bachelor, actually Bachelorettes. He was dating this girl named JoJo. I only know this. Usually I'm not, you know, feel like this is like shade room tea, but I only know this because guilty pleasure. I love the bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor in paradise. All of those are my favorite. I just love love shows. So any show that's kind of a dating show or a love show, like love Island, those are my type of shows. So I love the bachelor, bachelorette. So I was watching it and throughout the season, We kept hearing famous brother from this boy named Jordan. Brother is a football player. Finally, the um, bachelor at that time, JoJo, who's your brother? Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers. I'm what? And they do look kind of just alike. Once he said, I'm like, okay, y'all do look smack alike. But even when all that was coming out and his brother was saying how Aaron isn't really a family guy or he's been kind of distant from them. Aaron didn't want to speak on it, said that's basically family business. I'm not going to talk about that. Stick to sports. So Aaron seems to be a very private guy. He's not going to tell us much, but it's been some messy tea that's been coming out. Who knows if it's true or not? Only they know what the reports are. He's very unhappy with contract issues and personnel changes if he's gonna come back he needs to be basically ensured that it's going that he's gonna get some help it's gonna be players coming key players good players notable players now as a Packers fan I completely understand where he's coming from anybody who watches football anybody who watches Green Bay can tell you one of the main things that's wrong with the Packers and that's defense the Packers never have a good defense beyond a run game that's never good we never have a very good defense we we don't really have anybody that's notable beyond when we had Clay Matthews and that's another thing that's my problem why do we always seem to let go of people who seem to be very key I never understood when we let Jordy Nelson go granted 
after he tore his ACL, he never was that real good. Jordy Nelson, who was key for them passes late down the field, but he was still have flashes of Jordy Nelson. No, we let him go. Then people like, okay, Randall Cobb did make some bad mistakes, key in the game, but we could have, I feel like we could have still worked with him. Like, why do we always seem to let key people go beyond Clay Matthews, beyond Jordy Nelson? Julius Peppers, we let him go too. He was key on the Panthers after we let him go. Why do we keep letting people go who are key? Like, who be getting stuff done when it's necessary? So, we never get people who we need when it's free agency, when it's time for drafts. We never get people we need. Instead, we draft quarterbacks that we don't need or we get just kickers who we don't need. We just get unnecessary pieces. Then we let key pieces go that we actually do need. Like, I never understood it. So it never made sense why Aaron Rodgers kind of just kept on forging ahead. Now, I'm like, okay, he's been unhappy probably this whole time because nothing has been getting done. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. There's no reason why he should have only been to the Super Bowl one time. He should have more than one Super Bowl win. If this man what he want or else, I'm jumping ship. Not if y'all don't care about me, but I think a lot of people, key Packers fans, have been disgruntled and upset over the years because we've been kind of stagnant, making no progress, and there's no reason for that when we have one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And... He's been doing most of it himself. So Packers, get it together. That's it for Heavy Sports Corner. Definitely want to talk about this more at length in another episode, but I want to talk about life after COVID briefly because it just popped into my head. So now I would say that we're living in life after COVID. Even if you may not think it, I think how maybe not you, how the country is moving forward we're in life after COVID. I say that because you go places and those little stickers on the ground that's for social distancing, you might not see them anymore. People might not even give you your six feet in a line. I don't even get it no more. You go places and you might not even see people with masks going. I'll tell you this. I go to the nail shop routinely every two weeks every Saturday or Sunday I'll be the first one in there I don't like to wait I don't like to mess around so I go my normal time 10 a.m lady walks in there I'm vaccinated do I have to have a mask on and owner of the shop no you don't it's fine you don't have to wear it and that's just the world that we live in someone else walk in I'm vaccinated do I have to put a mask on the owner no you don't that's fine I, me personally, I'm going to still put a mask on. How I'm seeing, though, is that we're going to be going with the with the honesty. What's it called? Honesty process or um, honesty promise. We're going to go by taking people at their word. So if someone says that they're vaccinated, we're just going to be, we're going to take them at that. And we're not going to ask for any proof. You don't got to put your mask on. I want to know how we feel about that. How do you feel about where we currently are, the pace that we've been taking COVID? Do you think that we've been moving slow? Do you think that we've been moving too fast? By so, I mean, do you think that we were slow to the ball and even preventing this or even getting people testing, giving them vaccines once we were even able to get them? Because some people are still struggling to find 
access to vaccines, maybe not in this country, but in other countries, there are massive vaccine shortages. Like in India, COVID is still a global pandemic. People are still dying in massive numbers. So here in America, it might be all fine. But if you plan on traveling abroad, which is why I want to have a lengthy discussion, because what's it looking like for people who, who are travelers like me? I love to travel especially abroad. How is that going to be? Because certain countries may have limitations or you might need to get a vaccine. How do you feel about vaccine mandates? How do you feel about vaccines at all? Do you want to get the vaccine? Do you not want to get it? Do you not want to get a certain one or do you want to get a certain one? I know that some people feel a way about J&J. Never did I ever know that there was some stuff going on with J&J back in the day, them saying that J&J allegedly gave people illnesses or diseases. I didn't know that was a whole controversy. I had no idea. So there are some people who feel frightened about taking a J&J vaccine. I think that's pretty fair. There are some people who are vaccine conspiracists who know the the government putting chips in your body. They're going to be tracking you. There are people who are like, you got to get the vaccine because how are you going to do stuff? You have to get vaccine and go to school. So we got people who are on polar opposite sides of the fence. How do we feel about vaccines? I know something I'm going to talk about and things that have me like, what's this is a perfect segue into the next topic that in California, they're going to be introducing electronic vaccine verification. So it ain't no more promise. We're just going to take you at your word. There is a way that they're going to be able to show on the phone. Yes, I am vaccinated. No, I am not. So first at the nail shop, for me, if the lady said, yes, she was, if I was in Cali and the owner said, do you have proof? The lady could have pulled out her phone However, they're going to have it in Cali, their little database or system, and she could have proved she was. If she was lying, then maybe they would have seen that she was not vaccinated. So that's something that's interesting, too. If you went Cali, how do you feel about a possible online or electronic vaccine verification? How do you feel about people even knowing or people even um, being able to tell if you're vaccinated or not? Do you think that that's personal or private? I think that could be a personal question asking someone if they're vaccinated or not. I think that could be a little personal. Maybe they got a vaccine, but they didn't hear stuff and they don't want to tell you. They think that you might be judgmental. Maybe they don't want to get it, but everyone is so vaccine gung-ho that they don't want to say, no, I'm kind of apprehensive because you might jump down their throat. You just never know. So I think that life after COVID is worth a longer discussion because we just kind of floating. And I don't know if we really know that we're kind of in the post after COVID stages. We've been taking this really fast. Like this time last year, we were just kind of just reopening after shutting down for less than 60 days. So seems like we're going to get mega pace. Some states are completely Returning to phase, phase four, open business, 100% capacity. Airlines are fully booked now. If you plan on getting on a plane, if you haven't gotten on a plane yet since COVID, you're going to be sitting by someone. It ain't no more middle seats open. You're going to be sitting side by side with someone. So in the next episode, look forward to life after COVID talk. That's all about travelers dealing with life after COVID, thinking about going back to work. How is the work life going to look? Work environment, 
our jobs going to be saying, well, um, a remote day of work. So maybe you can have two at home days, four in office days. How is that going to work? Getting into college, college life, dorming with someone. Maybe you have someone who's vaccinated, someone who's not. Or maybe some schools are going to be doing required vaccination. If you're someone who doesn't believe in, vac- in vaccines or doesn't believe in this vaccine, are you going to not go to school? How are you going to deal with that? So episode 19, we get into it. about wraps up the episode i'm your girl heavy thank you so much for listening please have a safe weekend i still don't know if i can say it but put a mask on or if you don't put a mask on just be safe you know don't do anything that i wouldn't do don't do anything that your mother your guardian your favorite person the person who you look up to wouldn't do take care of yourself not just physical i mean mentally spiritually emotionally take care of you tune into you tap into you figure out what you need figure out what you want remember the quote of the day a goal without a plan is just a wish and if you already up to date with heavy talk episodes if you know heavy you already know what i'm about to say i'm rooting for everybody that's black and that's it be safe y'all